0: Hey, passengers. Welcome to She, she Who Does, does Not, not hear. hear. I'm your co-host, Natasha Knight, your favorite 30-something, overprotective millennial big sis, re back to life in the US.
1: And I am your co-host, Veronica Desire, a 20-something Gen Z mom, wife, and social worker. But overall, I'm an all-around hot mess. Think of us as your two favorite conductors of the Hot Mess Express. We invite you as passengers on our journey navigating life and sharing our experiences, where we discuss
0: real-world application to the wisdom and sayings from our childhood. Hey passengers, welcome back to another episode of She Who Does Not Not Hear. Hear. I'm your girl Natasha Knight.
1: And I'm Veronica Desire.
0: And for today's saying, we're going to go over curiosity.
1: Killed the cat
0: and this episode is dedicated to our paternal grandfather who we always called papa so this saying is really special to us because it's something that he's always said to us and veronica why don't you start with giving us a story of when you first heard the saying
1: Ooh, so when I first heard the saying from Papa, um, we, our parents often used to drop us to his house. Honestly, our parents were really lucky. They had parents that they can drop their children to who were retired. Um, <laughs> Shout out to living wages back then. Um, yeah, Anyways, <laughs> because they were, they were retired. Listen, they were retired. And so... By we would go to Papa's house, and he had a yard, and we would always play in and everything, and he would be in the kitchen watching us the way his house was was that the yard was facing um the kitchen or the kitchen was facing the yard and he could Mm -hmm. see us through the window through the window and he would sometimes periodically come out to check on us. Um so while he was cooking. So we were outside playing and everything and my grandpa had like these really big hedges acting as a gate between him and the neighbor and me and my sister is being exceedingly nosy because we're little we're trying to see what the neighbors are doing and like we're trying to like peer through the hedges and like stock on top of each other because we can hear noise on the other end and we're just trying to be and figure out what they're doing so we're being mischievous children figure it out what we're gonna do to see our like properly see what the neighbors are up to and here comes my grandpa We are. we didn't see anything we didn't hear him nothing and all of a sudden he comes and he's like you know curiosity killed the cat and we jump up <laughs> like cats basically <laughs> because he's there um when we, <laughs> we run away and so that's the first time I heard it okay. what about you
0: the first time I heard it was obviously being mischievous um I was about eight years old yeah because I remember you were definitely a toddler so you're around two or three and I remember that weekend you were with mommy and daddy and it was just me and Leticia our other sister and Papa had put some show on for us to watch I think it was Arthur and he went and he was on the phone he started on the on the phone because someone had called in the living room and then he went and he dragged the phone to his room mm-hmm. and closed the door because he wanted to have a private conversation and leticia and i being the little nosy little seven and eight year old were like what are they talking about like who was he talking to what are they talking about so we had the brilliant idea of putting our our ear to the door which we did all the time (laughs) time. to listen to his conversation and he said something funny i don't actually remember what he said but i remember he said something that we thought was hilarious and we both laughed and then he stopped like he paused and we're like Oh, crap so we literally like yeah. ran away run immediately to the living room thinking we're being silent right and we go when we sit and where our hearts have foot the what heavy is? foot children have the heavy he patterings here though the he- heavy pattering of the feet and we like rush to the to the living room chair because we we're like oh crap and we sit there and he's like and our hearts are beating out of our chest and we're like act no act normal act act he's gonna come out any second and then he comes out and we're acting like we're watching the show we're not even like turning our head to look at him and he goes carry out to the killed the cat you know and we're like we're watching the show what do you mean and he just rolled his <laughs> eyes awful. and then went back in the room and slammed the door like you know and went back to his phone call and so that was the first time that I, I heard this thing but I didn't really understand what it meant so why don't you give us a story of when you first understood it
1: um when I first understood it so again happened with papa so my grandfather god rest his soul was honestly really rough like he really didn't like people and he really didn't sugarcoat it he (laughs) was amazing to us he was such a loving grandfather Mm -hmm. but i'm not gonna lie he was he was a little um he was a little dick to everybody else he was a dick Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i and in this instance i was at school i had a friend who who I thought was my best friend. You know, we said we were best friends, whatever. So I'm in like maybe third, fourth. I was in fourth grade. I remember I was in fourth grade, had this best friend thinking that me and her are really close and everything's good. And let's call her Didi. So Didi was hanging out with these other people sometimes in recess and like as time goes on and I would be doing my thing with school because I was the brainiac. I've always been the brainiac. So I was like trying to be the teacher's pet, especially with this teacher because this teacher didn't like me. And I was like, uh uh, she doesn't like me. No, I need to try harder. This woman has to like me because I'm the best that's just the way my personality was as a child so this other dude that would try to bully me but I was like just past being bullied at that time I was like I don't have energy for this I was bullied all your last year like you're gonna leave me alone so let's call him Cedric Cedric is out trying to bully me and then he's saying oh you know that Didi doesn't even really like you she doesn't like being around you Da-da-da. she says like you're a know-it-all and you're this that the other and I'm like no that's not true Da-da-da-da. and so i confront her about it so i confront didi about what he said and you know she's basically like trying to backpedal but at the same time confirm it and she's like well you know you always do this and that's really weird and da-da-da-da-da. so she's saying all this stuff and i'm just distraught and i'm crying and i'm like oh my god because here i am thinking this girl's my best friend um and my grandpa picks me up and i'm like sad and crying and everything and he's like why are you crying He's like looking at me. He's like very confused. He's like, "Why are you crying?" And I'm like, "Well, this happened." And he's like, "You shouldn't have asked that. Like, that's none of your business. Curiosity killed the cat. Don't ask what you don't want to know about."
0: Uh oh. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm like, in true Papa form. At like nine fashion. years old, I'm like, "Well,
1: <laughs> no." <laughs> like, they just so upset. Like, and I fully understood what he said. Like, don't you know? I understood that in that moment because I asked. Like, is why I got hurt. Yeah, um, but I was really annoyed, and I went back to my mom and my dad, and I was like, you know, having them console me because it's not gonna be Papa, <laughs> not gonna be Papa, because he wasn't gonna console me. Yeah. So I'm having like mommy console me and her explaining it to me, of course, in the nice, calm, loving way that mothers do. But that's the first time like I understood it. It's like, oh, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have asked this like this is something that I shouldn't have known or I rather didn't want to know what about you
0: so the first time that I understood the the saying was when I was in ninth grade I was about 14 years old and I you know because we're creatures of habit Papa went into the room to have a private conversation about something and me being nosy I didn't like that so I was quiet like when I walked I made sure I was extremely silent and I put my ear to the door and he started talking about mommy in a really negative way and i just remember i was like ouch this is painful like it it hurt so bad and i like i think i made a gasp at what he said i was like <gasps> and he heard it, and he went quiet, and I was like, shit, so I, like, ran real quick to the living room, sat on the couch, and pretended like I was still watching Judge Judy, and, because I know that that was the show that was on, and he goes, and he comes out, and he's like, curiosity killed the cat, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I knew exactly what he was talking about, and then he goes back in the room,
1: He's un- unapologetic. He's so unapologetic, he, and and he said something so disrespectful and so
0: rude. Yeah, it was it was really really bad. What no? do you think? I, I feel should-
1: like it. I feel like you
0: could. Yeah okay um this is true so he said something bad about my mom and what he said was that he can't believe that a hispanic woman like her could be something other than a maid because she was an irs agent and she always used to clean his house and obviously that hurt my feelings so i ran back right and ran back immediately i, I gasped when he said i was like oh and he heard it, obviously, and he's like, he stopped. And yeah, I ran back to the, ran back to the couch and continued watching Judge Judy. And he came out and he goes, curiosity killed the cat, you know. And he's just very unapologetic, right? Like it's typical papa. I just,
1: I, and the thing is that we knew as we were growing up that like both sides didn't really like each other. No. Like that. we were not fans. you know, my my dad's side really didn't like the fact that my mom was hispanic like something about it he should have married a black woman Mm -hmm. especially a caribbean black woman because my dad's black caribbean Mm -hmm. and they just didn't understand like why he chose this hispanic woman to be his wife and they were just like not okay with it but honestly knowing them anybody would have been an issue anyone yeah but so he you know was also prejudiced like both sides both my my grand my maternal grandmother Mm -hmm. was racist and our paternal grandfathers so that's just kind of what we grew up around
0: yeah so very prejudiced so it was difficult for us navigating life in that way as like mixed uh children right because both sides had something very negative to say about the other side mm-hmm. they loved and us they what? loved us they loved us like that's something that i literally never questioned but i always thought it was weird their treatment towards like the other person Um, our parents our parents it was very difficult Um, but yeah so that had happened and when he said you know curiosity killed a cat later on that night when i went to sleep in the room i was up thinking about it and i was writing and i remember I was like curiosity killed the cat in what way for this situation like what does that mean and I was like oh I went seeking information that I wasn't ready for mm-hmm. and I'm like damn like because I really didn't know it was going to lead to me hearing something negative about mom And I remember
1: you told me and Leticia that like, yeah maybe a few weeks later or whatever yeah because I needed time to process yeah we were really upset at it But it was like You know We knew that Like there's really Nothing that can be done Um And he's not gonna apologize no. Even if we tell him like hey. Well, we did eventually tell She did eventually tell our mama And our mom stopped Cleaning his house
0: She sure did She sure did <laughs> So <laughs> he he shot himself in the foot in that aspect and i remember he was real upset about it because he was so used to her coming and cleaning Every yeah two weeks cleaning yeah. up
1: his house and yeah everything else for her father-in-law and then and then she stopped and i don't i wonder if he knew why like i, I don't know maybe he pro- he had to have known why
0: he probably he probably thought that i said something yeah he's not stupid he wasn't a stupid yeah. man yeah yeah definitely but yeah i, I know that it, he was like damn like you know but it was like he's not gonna apologize for it he's not gonna you know
1: I'm
0: not for nothing For nothing. and mommy knew even though mommy was she was a relatively confrontational person like she if was. she had if she had an issue with something she would bring it up but i think she knew it would fall on deaf ears with him and she was like i'm just not gonna waste my energy on this so i'm just All gonna right. i'm just gonna not clean your house and you'll figure it out mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah but that's that was when i first understood it so veronica what's your current status with the saying
1: So as I get older and experience more things, it's kind of twofold. I do believe that sometimes the cat needs to be killed. Mm -hmm. So in this situation, especially with like friends that aren't good for you and are talking about You behind your back. Mm -hmm. There are gonna be times that you need to know. Like you need that curiosity to kill the cat. You need to investigate and get information so that way you know what to do moving forward. But at the same time, I think there are a lot of times where it's really unnecessary and you have to be careful about what it is that you're being curious about looking for because sometimes you're going to find an answer that you don't want and i don't mean you don't want in the way that it's going to help you Mm -hmm. but but sometimes ignorance is bliss and sometimes ignorance is necessary and you just knowing so i'm going to give a specific example so like a specific example of me personally when curiosity killed the cat is like if something is going on with me and my husband's like relationship. And mm-hmm. I know that something's pissing him off and it's specific. And in the back of my head, I'm like I know what it is, but I don't want to accept it or I'm not ready to change it. Cause that's just how I am. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to fix this. or I don't want to do this. And I go seeking the information mm-hmm. and he'll be like, okay, well it's this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Ooh, man, that's not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> this is not <laughs> what I'm willing to do. Mm-hmm. I should have just left it at that because if I would cut my mouth shut and I wasn't as curious about it I wouldn't have had to acknowledge what it was at the time when I wasn't ready and I wouldn't have had to do anything about it and so I think for like that is some that's an example for me of like times that you know curiosity killed the cat in the negative way and you should just like leave things be Mm -hmm. if you're not ready to change it Mm -hmm. so there is that yeah I think
0: so for me my current status with it I feel like I I understand it and I I think I'm good with it I've learned I've learned when I need to seek it and when not so for example I feel like a situation where it was immensely painful outside of that situation with mom when I was like 14 was with my last relationship long-term relationship where I started to notice the red flags and I started seeking information like is he being unfaithful? Like, this type of, you know, thing. Because my intuition was telling me. And so I'm, like, seeking this information, you know? And I was able to get the information. Like, things were brought to light. And I was like, oh, shit. Now I got to deal with it. But I was thankful for it. Because I'm like, okay. I It killed my curiosity. killed the cat in a sense. Like, it killed my actual view of him. And I got to actually see him for who he is. Um, So... I think that it does serve purpose in those type of situations when you're ready, but I've, I've learned, especially like when I, could, when I could say that I really was good with that would be once I hit about 20 years old, that I was at a point where I'm like, okay, I understand the saying and I know that I need to be mindful and careful of when I'm seeking information because certain information is like what other people think of me is none of my business. And that's normally how I try to run my life in general. I'm very... I don't really care about what other people have to say about me because I know who I am and I don't feel like anyone can tell me something about myself that I don't know outside of my therapist and you and Leticia but like outside of you guys like I don't feel like and my best friends I don't feel like there's anyone that I'm like oh they're gonna tell me something new about myself I know who I am and I would say definitely since so over well over a decade I've been I've been good with that one where I haven't had the same trouble that I had from when I was young all the way until
1: <laughs> 20 <laughs> years old. I'm, I don't think I'm there fully. I'm very close I would mm-hmm. say but I just feel like sometimes I I don't necessarily act it out but I'm still very curious about certain mm-hmm. things just because I'm still a people pleaser to a degree. Yeah. So there are things that I'm still curious about but I have learned to not seek out that information. Okay. Um. To so- a degree.
0: So then, where do you so so then where do you see yourself in the future with this? Like, what what advice would you have for someone if they if they're not past it? Even though you're you're not, i I'm, no, I'm not past it? So. So we are
1: one. We're on this journey together, so you are not alone. Two, I need. I feel like what's really really important is to see whether or not. You know what is the cat? What is the killing of the cat gonna do to you? Mm-hmm. And are you ready to move past it? Are you ready to grieve? Because you know when something dies, you know there's either rebirth and but there's a grieving process before mm-hmm. then. So like, are you able to grieve? Whatever it is that you're curious about So for people that are You know maybe their partners This is just an example like maybe their partner Is cheating like are you really ready to Confront yourself with that and are you ready To put the actions in place after Mm -hmm. that On the opposite end you know Like with me and my relationship is like If I'm doing something wrong and I know It's upsetting the other person but I'm not Willing to change it yet or I'm not like there With being able to change it yet like do I really Want to stir that up and Do I really want to stir that pot Yeah. and know exactly what's going on in their head. And if I don't, you know, and I'm not ready for that and I'm not willing to challenge myself with it, then, you know, don't ask. So I feel like that is advice I would give to anyone. And that is also how I'm trying to govern myself Mm -hmm. and be very strict about it. Like, you know, I know you're really, really curious and I know you want to know what's going on because I'm I'm like, if you're anything like me, I'm nosy. Like I want to know. I want to know what you're thinking of me if I care about you. Mm -hmm. I want to know what you're thinking of me. I want to know your thoughts. I want to know your feelings. I also ask way too many why questions and i o- have always asked way too many why questions since i was a child so you know sometimes you have to be prepared to be disappointed with all of those answers
0: oh that's really that's an awesome way to put it i i completely agree i think that you hit the nail on the head with that one <laughs> so yeah that would that would be my advice as well to just really see where you're at like if it's something that you absolutely need to know now because it's imperative for you to make a decision or something or if it's like i could actually wait to hear this information i don't need to seek it so i'll i'll leave it with that i think the way that you did it was awesome so oh, thank you you're welcome oh. i'm trying to give you your flowers while you're here yeah, like <laughs> give her her flowers um so yes i like roses oh, <laughs> oh, oh this is true <laughs> but i love some flowers but yeah so and that being said that is our advice for you passengers if you're struggling feel free to write us if you have any scenarios where you know you also experienced it or you are like oh we're on similar journeys in that aspect or whatever it is we would love to hear from you thank you so much for listening have a good night from natasha night
1: and veronica desire
0: we'll see you in the next episode bye bye passengers Thanks for listening to this episode. We really hope you enjoyed it. For those of you who liked it, we release a new episode every Wednesday. So be sure to follow and subscribe so you can get that notification every time we upload. If any of you passengers have been on the same ride or
1: reached the same destination as us and you'd like to share it with us, you can send it to us at shewhodosnothear at gmail.com or DM us on our Instagram page at shewhodosnothear.
0: Please don't forget to follow us on our Instagram. Our handles are at it's Natasha Knight. And
1: at it's Veronica Desire.
0: We would love for you to also rate and review our podcast so that we can get your constructive feedback on what you liked, didn't like, or want more of. In the meantime, remember, she She who does does not not hear must must feel.